men and women are foregoing the 9 till 5 jobs introduced during the industrial age as they embrace new technologies within the digital revolution. And these two chaps are here to help. Welcome to the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, the show about mindfulness and entrepreneurship in the digital economy. With your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. What's up, Powerful Nonsense peeps? Hello, hello, hello. Powerful Nonsense in the his house. Yep, we're back. We are. We are. We're ready to rock and roll on the old podcast episode. App. app. The podcast app that people listen to. Oh, you know yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See the link? See the link? Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't done introductions for a few episodes, so we probably should, just in case there are any new listeners out there. I think that would be very polite. I think so. Hi. I am Wayne Ingram. I'm an actor, podcaster, entrepreneur. And my name is Jem Yildiz, and I'm a badass. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're first-time listeners, welcome. We appreciate you tuning in. Um, also, we uh, some of you eager-eyed people will have noticed a few weeks ago now, after this episode's gone out, but we did the Cheeky Periscope. We're experimenting with that. And we will be doing a lot more experiments. Yes, we will. So, um... Exposing ourselves further. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to clarify that? Yeah, we won't be exposing too much of ourselves, just uh, giving you a new, um... New perspective. New perspective (laughs) on us. Putting a a, uh, face to those beautiful voices you're hearing. Just, maybe just a face maybe flashing a breast <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I mean if you follow us on Twitter you'll see the links as we, we post those out but you can follow us on Periscope as well if you are on Periscope it's exactly the same as our Twitter handle at PN underscore podcast give us a follow and we will see you as we're live streaming on Periscope when we do yep. so keep your eyes peeled um, so today we are talking about your job and why it shouldn't define you. Yep. Uh, which is a very, I think, quite important topic in terms of personal development. Um, it's not so much careers-driven on this one, even though it is about your job, which is weird. But it's all, m- very much about personal identity, which I think is incredibly important. A, for self-esteem, B, for relationships, and C, f- C for um, personal brand, which then links into your employment, I guess. Mm-hmm. And did you want to start off? I know we had like a quote that really stood out for the oh, episode. Yes, we so did. Be, and yeah, do you want to just quickly read that quote out for us? Okay, so this is from Dr. Wayne Dyer. Um, not not me. I'm not. I'm not Wayne Dyer. I'm Wayne Ingram. Yeah. There aren't many of us Waynes out there. You're not the doctor. It's like it's like if I was Danny Dyer, but Wayne Dyer. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, segue. Back to the quote. <laughs> so the quote is. If you believe that when you grow up, you are what you do, then when you don't, you aren't. Yeah, and I, this was one of the chapters for um, the ebook I wrote, um, Status Go, and I thought it was like a, a really relevant point, actually, because I was sort of talking about like going back to when you're younger and it's kind of like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I think that's a lot of the questions we get asked, and, mm. and I think it's a, it's a very hard question to actually answer when you're a kid anyway, yeah. because like that's probably the time where you actually really you probably indent into you who mm-hmm. um, like that is where you probably define yourself or like you say you probably got into acting at a very young age and so I'm an actor and it's at that point in your time is you kind of 
you probably say it a lot out of a sort of fear and acceptance. You say mm. what you want to be or what you want to mm-hmm. do, hoping that other people look at you and give you like a little clap. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and I'd actually be really intrigued to know what that question would have been several hundred years ago before the Industrial Revolution. That's a really good point, actually. Because I genuinely think it's something that's come from the Industrial Revolution. Do you think there was actually like a, a choice at all? It was just like, well, you've been born in this area, so right. you were just automatically put into, say, right. this. But what, what do you aspire for? Mm-hmm. Like, because presumably there were no career paths when you, you know, let's let's go back Middle Ages. So you've got, you know, your market stalls, your farmers, and your, <laughs> and then you've got your royals and your, your court people. Um, so you've got nobles and then you've got non-nobles and that's kind of it. Like, I, like what do you aspire to be when you grow up? Like, I wonder, wonder if it was just more based like, on just... Yeah, I'm going to be a blacksmith. Oh, it's more like, I just want to know that I'll survive tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Right, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's just something that, that sprang to mind because I genuinely think it's it's a, something that's come from the Industrial Revolution um, because, you know, we look at the education system and we've talked many times how the education system was brought about to produce... Uh, good workers um, and so um, I imagine it was probably a question that was brought into the classroom very early on what do you want to be when you grow up what job do you want to have when you grow up and I reckon it's probably it's probably quite recently come into because I think before like you say like if the, the schools were created to create like these factory workers these compliant workers they probably didn't have much say in, the, in an aspiration sort of sense mm-hmm. and I think actually in some ways now adding that like you know it's kind of like that American dream you add the element of be whatever you want to be and it's Mm -hmm. kind of now you're so exposed online on Twitter on everything you put out there you kind of put what you are or what you you define and usually that might be uh, the role you do Mm -hmm. and I think it's quite uh, it's quite interesting actually because um I wrote this uh, this uh, chapter, this blog post, a long while ago, and I um, signed up to a um, like a philosophy course that I was doing as like a ten week program. And it's funny because one of the actual um, one of the actual uh, lessons in the um, in the course was all about this. And I think there was like thirty of us sitting around in a room. None of us knew each other, and it was like, um, so um, tell us who you are, tell us about yourself. And the first sentence that came up everybody's mouth was, "I'm a I'm a mum." I'm a uh, I'm an accountant. I'm a personal trainer. I'm a um, whatever. So, but it was like everybody in the room went round, and it was so funny how the first line that came out of them was what they what they physically do, what they do as a job, and then it was kind of and part of that exercise was to kind of sit down and actually, I mean. That was the first thing people said, but if you if you actually break it down again, like if you if you say to yourself, Sue, you're a friend, you're an actor, you're a, a brother, you're a, you're a son, mm-hmm. you're all these things, and it's it's quite interesting when you break it down. Like you have a load of different sort of like uh, ways of defining yourself in different circumstances, mm-hmm. and then one of the key sort of points I was I was trying to make in in this post in this um, chapter of my book was just kind of like it'd be interesting to ask instead of saying like who who uh, like um what do you do it's be kind of interesting to say who are you and it's mm-hmm. kind of like define your but I think I think quite often that is the question in that scenario that is the question that is being asked is who are you not what are, what do you do quite often the question is who are you but the first thing that people go to is well this is my job and I think that really is a strong indicator of just how much value we have put on the career when that is 
the defining thing. Like, that is the starting point. This is my job. Right? I think that just shows just how completely out of whack we are with priorities. Because a career is not necessary for survival. If you look at the basic needs of humanity, like, career does not come on the bottom level, even the second level, I don't think. I think it's probably the third level um, it would be career. Yeah, but I guess I'm obviously people tie that career to maybe the bottom level, which is, like, security and food. Yeah, I guess so. But but in that context, you're, the, you're there, you're surviving, so presumably you've got security and food, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why would you be here? You should be out going and trying to get food. So in that scenario, why, why is career so important? And I think it's because, as a society, we've put so much focus on... You have to have a good career. If you don't have a good career, you're a complete and utter failure. Um, which I think is really interesting because I think that is the question that, which is being asked: is who are you? But in our mind, we've gone well. First of all, most important thing: people need to know what I do. And is that society that's put that weight on us? Is that ourselves that have put that weight on us? Because is it ourselves that are saying, "Well, you know, I need to tell everyone I'm a success." I guess you're kind of trying to, like, justify your existence in a right, way. <laughs> right, You know, if you say, I'm an accountant, it's like, oh, well, presumably he earns a fair amount of money. Accountants are well paid. Or I'm a lawyer. Oh, OK. You know, if I, when I say I'm an actor, I go, oh, I'm fucking ambitious. Like, that's that's the badge that I'm wearing when I say, yeah, I'm an actor. I'm going, yeah, I'm, I'm ambitious. And I'm a dream chaser. And I'm not going to do what everybody else does. I'm going to do do what I want to do and I'm going to do it my way and fuck you all <laughs> I guess as yeah like you say there it's sort of like a, a status symbol as well yeah. I guess and it come, come it comes loaded but maybe it's kind of like a delivery mechanism for like you say if an accountant comes with a, a, a ten different personality traits is a quicker way of saying well I do, I'm in this kind of person that kind of person uh-huh. so it's a package but I think the point of what we're trying to make is like what we're trying to actually debate and discuss on is like what are the dangers of that and and just because um if if these sort of preconceptions come loaded with the role and that's how you define yourself how much of what you're doing is just to say in in like um uh what's the word kind of to kind of reinforce the aspects of the role that uh-huh. you tell people that you do so i'm an accountant which means i probably don't ride a unicycle <laughs> right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> although if you said I'm an accountant and I ride a unicycle, that that's completely different. But that's what I'm saying, and so <laughs> not necessarily at the but, same but time. <laughs> in, in, in doing that, you've now exp- I'm an accountant and I love riding a unicycle. In a conversation, opens up a whole. I had this whole preconception of you, but now uh-huh. you ride a unicycle, so maybe you have this element about you that's kind of a little bit fun, wacky. a bit wacky, and maybe you're kind of like a core cannon who's not as who doesn't wear a suit, who actually dresses up as a clown on the weekend, like. <laughs> or you come into into the accountant's office to have that that initial meeting, and he's dressed as a clown, yeah. and he's riding his office on a unicycle. But I think, but that's the danger, and that's what that's where I'm. That's what the point I'm trying to make is that sometimes when, and I think this is the point they were trying to make in the um, philosophy class, was just kind of like don't be too attached to that that thing that you define yourself as and it's kind of like again you can say the role but you can also there was a lot of people saying I'm a dad I'm a stay at home mm-hmm. dad I'm a mum and again those things come with if you're a mum there's a go on many people I know many many mums that will say being a mum is a full time job yeah but and so that is often 
the same thing. Yeah, it's kind of like you're. Yeah, it's okay, just that, transferred, and it's just from from the outside world, from an emotional standpoint. You yeah, go, yeah. Oh, they're all about caring for their kids, and yes, yeah, yeah. they are. But from their perspective, they're going, well, you know, I I'm not pursuing a career because I'm a full time mum. Mm-hmm. But that's even scary in itself that a mum has to justify herself to say. I might be wrong, by the way. I don't want to. No, no, no. I, but I know many mums. No, no. I've I've that. heard that loads and loads of times. That people say like I'm a full time mum. Even that guy said I'm a full time like stay at home dad actually, mm-hmm. which was um, great. And and, and I, the thing, the point I was really trying to make is that even to say I'm a full time mum is like a justification. So maybe that means you are only caring about the family that you stop trying to pursue that your mm-hmm. dreams and passion you have because yeah. you're playing mum yeah. and mum doesn't put herself first right and that's what the kind of point I'm making I've it. sacrificed my career I've sacrificed my own kids. values my own wants because yeah. I'm, I'm doing the kid thing which is very it's quite great. common yeah, yeah it's quite common but it's kind of yeah it's a great quality but it's kind of like them putting yourself off because you're playing mum and I think it goes back to the kind of defining your role is then you fall into these categories of what you do and it's kind of mm-hmm. like I say then you yeah, you're reinforcing the, the values around it going back to the account on the unicycle and I think that's the biggest danger and, and I think we were talking about earlier which is the even other side of that it's great if you're an accountant and you love doing what you do but the worst part which I think a lot of people probably fall into is that the definition or the, the thing they've become which we've already we're, we're saying that if um, you leave uni or you go do whatever education you do and then you go into a role um, then that becomes the thing that you say you spend 50 hours or so a week doing, which then means when you speak to people, it's how you define yourself. The danger is there then is what happens to the person who was becoming the lawyer because they found out that it was the one that earns money. What happens if they become the accountant because their parent was an accountant and their granddad was an accountant? And so that this is probably really, really common in a lot of people that the thing that now defines them was kind of inherited from from somewhere so it was told by the the teacher or the parent like the time the teacher said oh you're really good at numbers and so you became accountant and you didn't have a chance to really know whether you was into that thing it's you know what? that's really interesting because i when i was in year nine we got to we basically did we had it was the first time that we active actively had uh, business studies on our uh, timetable at school and it was all in preparation for choosing our options. So we got all these tasters of all these different subjects. And obviously business studies is broken down into economics, general business studies and uh, accountant. Accounting. Um, and uh, I remember the teachers were really pushing for me to do accounting. Now, had I known where my future was going to take me, I probably would have gone, yeah, OK, I'll do that. Because it has turned out that actually... Apart, you know, all the maths that I've learned, I never use, but actually some of the accounting stuff I do use because I'm self-employed. Um, but from my perspective, I went, no, I'm going to be an actor. Yeah, but you're really good at accounting. So? But it pays really well. I'm like, so? I want to be an actor. But but they were really trying to push that. I mean, obviously, they've schools have got their own targets and all that sort of stuff, so they're looking at it from, oh, this guy could get really good grades and, and therefore make us look really good. Um, <laughs> So let's push for him to go on to our subject. Um, but for me, I went no. I don't want. I don't want that identity. My mm-hmm. identity is, funnily enough, I'm I'm an actor. Um, but just before we go down that rabbit hole, I've been meaning <laughs> to ask for a good five ten minutes. Oh shit! What when you going down the same route of um, you know when people say who are you and whatever? Let's say you go down the route that everybody else goes down 
So I don't want you to overthink. Just like what what job do you define yourself with? Currently, yeah. Um, it's interesting because um, I was at a talk and I was saying this, and I I always usually say to people, well, I do video production and uh-huh. I do a bit of digital marketing. Yeah. And I think again that is me saying the safety is the thing that I probably earn the bulk of my income from. So I say it, and it's uh-huh. kind of. But underneath that, the thing I love doing, and when I break it down to the level. Is oh, well, I love doing the podcast, but uh-huh. I love sharing what I learn. I love doing okay. that, and it's part of. I see right. that as being way more my personality. Is kind okay. of. But before you go down that route, because you're going down there on a tangent, I don't want you to go down just yet. Uh-huh. So you say I produce digital content. I produce video. Right? Yeah. In the same way that with my acting, I say you know I'm an ambitious person. I'm a creative. I'm this. I'm that. I'm that. By saying I'm an actor, I just want to know what you apply, what qualities you apply to. I'm a digital content producer. I don't know what your what the question is. So, because we were saying that that quite often when you define yourself with a a role, a, a job, mm-hmm. and you when people say so, tell us about yourself, and I say I'm an actor, and someone says I'm an accountant, and we were saying how there are certain qualities that that a other people apply to that, and b you apply to that, which are often different. What are the qualities that you are so subconsciously saying when you say I'm a video content? Producer? See, mine is totally. I think mine's different to say what yours might be because uh, again, when I say people video initially, they think oh he's probably quite creative, he's very digital, very uh-huh. techy. I don't give a crap about that side of it. And then again, when you say digital marketing, again, very techy, kind of interesting. But the bulk of why I kind of put those out there is kind of because I know that's probably where I earn most of my income, and so I say, okay. well, that's why it's there, right? But, again, I'm trying to get you not to overthink too much. I would love you to try and say right. what you think I should say. No, 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 no. Because all I'm, all I'm saying is, you, like everybody else, I'm, I'm mindful of this sort of stuff as well, that your job shouldn't define you and everything. But I still say, when people say, tell me about yourself, I still at least feel the need to say, I'm an actor. Yeah. Right? And presumably you're in the same situation, you feel the need to say, I'm a digital content producer. Yeah. Okay. So, what... Is it that you, by saying I'm a digital content producer, what are you, what do you personally feel like you're saying? I feel like, I'm not joking, I just tried to escape the question. The question's out, it's done, let's move on to the conversation. So it's me, this is what I do, okay, now let's get into something that we want to talk about. It's kind of So like, you've never used it to define yourself, ever? I don't think there's anything, <laughs> if he's being honest, I don't think there's anything cool about it, so I'm not like... Okay, no, no, that's cool. I generally don't think I'm going to get like wow he's interesting he's and I don't I just kind of like okay that's done now let's talk right in that sort of sense but even recently I have a conversation with Philip McKernan when I was went to this talk it was kind of like well actually I, I love the podcasting but I had a fear about telling people that I like podcasting and then you can break that down in itself it's like why do I feel afraid to tell people that I like to podcast and it may be because I don't know maybe podcasting doesn't have the statuses around it uh-huh. that people will then understand and so they may instantly judge what I, who I am by me saying I'm a podcaster because they don't understand it and so the way I kind of try to look at things now is stop saying so much how um, what I do as a physicality but what I, how I like to express myself or how I yeah how I express myself and for me that is I, I love knowledge and I love sharing it Mm-hmm. and I can't help that and that might be in fitness it might be on psychology it might be on neuroscience it's all for me they're things that just fascinate me completely and that's that's who I feel I am naturally I feel like I don't know 
there's not many people that just naturally pick up certain books or absorb knowledge so much or just want to surround themselves or want to share or want to talk and so I feel that is me being my purest expressing myself but for I think probably for a lot of people entrepreneurs or people who kind of go to bloody networking events it's kind of I do think it's that that definition of what you are is a quick status to kind of okay he does this let's relate these kind of things around them it's kind of like a person who who dresses a certain way if you dress like a goth you now you go you say that goth listens to heavy metal you don't say he probably loves lily allen it's kind of it's kind of like it's a it's a it's a it's a primer for the the interaction it's like well if i walk up to you in a suit and i've got well groomed suddenly you say well maybe this guy is he's in uh he's obviously quite wealthy he's Mm -hmm. wearing a nice Versace suit or whatever else Mm -hmm. so it's all like initially it's just those status things but i just think anything that kind of like really ties into your your status like I say can become something that is too definitive of you and I think underneath a lot of what we do and even if it might be the accountant but underneath that accountant he might do it in a way that is his core is his actual essence of what he does Uh and I think that's the bit that people need to be clear on what they are because it's dangerous I think it's really dangerous to get caught in um, the job being so definitive of your character of your personality and I I don't think like you say what happened back in the old days there was no you didn't need to say that you didn't need to and I think in society even probably nowadays when we, we, we bang on about personal branding and blah 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 and I just think sometimes it's there's, it's necessary for the society but it's also very dangerous for the society because you get well, the caught, personal branding thing personal branding because you're the thing is, is it's how you do it Right. I can. It's totally about the how. I can brand myself as a digital when I can uh-huh. hang around Shoreditch or wherever, and I can have a funny beard and I can twiddle my <laughs> moustache and I can talk about social media and throw out big words about yeah. lead magnets and all this sort of stuff, and it will make me play the role of digital content creator or whatever or anything like that. But it's more about the why. As I say, it's like why do you do this? Why do you do what you do? And I think that's the bit that people need to get to. And I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, if you if you if if you have a role and you you're using it as your de- de- the defining you, is there elements of it that like uh, are with your core, like actually respond to you on a whole deeper level, which is why you're doing it, uh-huh. or is it the status symbol? Is it you've got the job because you need the job and because everyone else has a job, and then that thing can gets you comfortable around people because you can then say to them well this is what I do tick the box he's a normal person he has a job this is what I wear okay he's that kind of person tick the box he's like I think that's the dangers really is kind of getting too tied up in the sort of dogma around the actual career and I know we might be most people say well this is a point that could easily be brushed upon but it's kind of it's a, it's a conversation worth having. Oh, it's, I think a, so. it's a real conversation that's it's quite deep rooted in a person's personality, mm-hmm. what they do, what they achieve. Well, the, thing, the reason I questioned you when you said um, personal brand could be quite dangerous is actually I think the personal brand thing is almost the escape route for the problem that we're currently discussing, which is your job defining you. Because now we're in a, in a position where there are so many accountants, there are so many actors, there are so many digital content producers, so many stay-at-home mums, so many like lawyers, everything, that now that badge of whatever that job is doesn't cover the spectrum. Mm. Um, and so now, because there are so many as well, everybody's competing for attention, and, and so now actually the more personable stuff is becoming much more relevant again. To be a lawyer is not enough. To be a lawyer that deals with, um, you know, people that are down and out, like, you know, 
people you know that specialises in people that actually are on the dole they don't have a job and you know and so because of that perhaps you know they're much more uh, approachable and and then you start start getting into that sort of area it then becomes less about the what and more about the how and the why because it then becomes well because they're dealing with people low end A it's going to cost less presumably B they're going to be much more understanding of the particular situation that I'm in because I'm down and out I'm broke so presumably they're going to be much more approachable presumably um you know, they're going to be much more sympathetic. Presumably, they're not going to try and uh, get as much money out of me as they possibly can because they know I haven't got any to begin with. Mm-hmm. So then surely, because of that, they're doing it out of um, a personal desire and a personal need to help people that aren't as lucky as other people. And so all of a sudden, this whole bigger picture of this person grows and grows and grows. And I think if you start taking the personal brand down that route, like... I can say I'm an actor, sure, but there are loads of actors. But if I always say about the fact that I'm a actor, massive Star Wars geek, um, massive Apple geek, but I'm also all about sharing my experiences, helping other people um, that are not as experienced as I am, try and bring them up, teach them all the mistakes that I've made because God knows I've made loads of them. And so that's then becoming my personal brand, and all of a sudden you get much more of a picture of who I am above the fact that I'm an actor. I will walk down the street sometimes, you've experienced this, and people will go, you an actor? I'm like, yeah, I'm an actor, because I, you know, give off that same aura as a lot of other actors, but you get deeper into that, and suddenly a whole different picture is created. And I think when you start getting into the personal brand on that level, and you start looking at how and why you do things, then that's where the definition of who you are comes, not the actual job. The job itself becomes a sort of side point. That's how you spend your time, rather than who you are. Yeah, I definitely think so. I think, yeah, that's a really good point to make. And I do think that nowadays it seems like the economy or the kind of way thing, or the business and way things are going is that people do want to see that human side to you. And I think that's the bit that goes deeper, which is how do you express who you are rather mm-hmm. than the thing you do. And I think... I think that's what we... It kind of goes back to the other purple cow point we talk about. People kind of want to see who you are nowadays. Like, it's too... It's too... Um, I don't know what the word is, but it's kind of just like... If you if it, like you say, if everyone says they're an accountant and it's too plain, mm-hmm. it's vanilla, mm-hmm. I want to see what are the, your extra bits, what are the bits that make you stand out. If the accountant is on a unicycle, suddenly he's a bit different that says more about him. So, But then there's a danger in that as well, so... Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think you can go too far. And when it stops becoming authentic and it is just to differentiate yourself and mm-hmm. purely to differentiate yourself, A, it will probably be false, um, and, and, and B... Um, as, as an example I actually encountered um, I hope he's not listening <laughs> I encountered a guy um, working in a particular field I won't say what field um, and we were chatting there's quite a load of us that hadn't met before and we were kind of all getting to know each other and stuff and his kind of point was you know I, I work in this field but I also have expertise in this field um, and he just kept harping on and on and on and on and on and pushing this other element to his this is this is my job this is my passion and he kept pushing this passion really 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 hard and it was like you're actually undermining this passion that you are saying that you have 
because you're not actually sticking to the qualities that that passion should create. I'm trying to be really vague because I don't want to offend the <laughs> Somebody's guy. Somebody's being so um, totally offended right now. I don't want to offend the guy because um, he is actually quite a nice guy. But my God, was he intense. And considering what his passion should have been, it wasn't intense. But it came across as, I'm pushing this passion because I don't want you to think that I'm just another one of those guys. Mm-hmm. And that's when it became really inauthentic. And now when I do see him engaging in his passion, I'm looking at it and going, but actually you're not that good at it. Because it feels inauthentic. Do you, do you kind of, I, I get what you're being saying. Being vague deliberately, which is probably not helpful. No, I get what you're saying, but it's just kind of, you, it will show if you're being unauthentic because you're just trying to do it for the sake of it. Right. To, yeah, I get what you're right. saying there. And another thing that I just, I've been going back to that quote we said at the beginning, which this is another, like, this is probably like the, the biggest danger of this whole define yourself from your job. And it's kind of like what happens when you don't have that job anymore. And mm. I think that is a landslide for people because what happens if you've been the accountant we use that as an example and you've been doing that for so many years and then suddenly you're out of work and you're doing nothing and that's how you spent 50 hours of your week and that's what you told people and that's who your friends are and they're all those people it's like the Wayne Dwyer quote what do you do when you aren't that anymore who are you when you aren't that and I think that's the danger really and I think Mm -hmm. this happens to a lot of people who lose that thing that is the thing that defines them and suddenly they, they are left with themselves and I think yeah. that's probably like a really scary place to be if you don't know what the what your essence is, what your true qualities mm-hmm. are, because you can always work. You know, this is who I am. I'm, I might be this personal person, so I make friends easily. I'm not the role, which is a person who helps net businesses network, mm-hmm. but I'm just a friendly personal person, so I can use my natural-born qualities to kind of build back up again. Mm-hmm. But a person who has put everything on them being that thing they're basically broken when it's not that's not them anymore because you're going to have a humongous identity crisis yeah so I guess really ultimately the big question that you need to ask yourself is when you take away that job it's almost almost like that question in Avengers when you take away the iron suit what are you left with billionaire playboy philanthropist (laughs) it's kind of like that you take away that job what are you left with and that is your true character as opposed to you trying to fit into a role. And I think another great example, that is a, that's a perfect point of putting it, is, but they also say the, the eulogy, like is it you at the end of... Eulogy. Eulogy, sorry. The eulogy, when you're, when you're being buried, when you're being put away at the end of your life, like do you want people to put on that that you were an accountant or do you want them to express the qualities you had as a father as a as a as a um, yeah as a dad as whatever else like what are they going to say about you because that's your true essence of what you do yeah what do you want on your tombstone yeah exactly what, what do you want do written you want there great accountant yeah <laughs> or do you want loving father uh, loving brother best friend yeah. right? all these other things I think when you get too lost in defining yourself these things fall away and actually ultimately what role you are doing in life or whatever way you're making income is really there to supplement you to express the person you are at your core really Mm -hmm. so there you have it another one we just throw in this knowledge at you every week (laughs) hopefully it's useful hopefully it's not nonsense (laughs) (laughs) every week they're just like these guys are full of shit (laughs) to be honest if that's the case I'm pretty sure they just drop out okay never watching and listen to that again (laughs) (laughs) but thankfully we know people are coming back so that's good that's a good sign Um, so yeah we really hope you got some 
some knowledge bombs out of that, or at least something to reframe your thinking, which is really what we're aiming for more than anything else. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just to raise a little bit of awareness and kind of really ponder ponder like assumptions in what in what you do like really it's, it's good to question things i think sometimes like you say to just reframe things from a different angle gives you a new perspective and you may think maybe I'm, i am getting a bit too sucked into this role maybe because i work in pr and have to be constantly out networking with people i've neglected family and friends and everything else and so suddenly the things that you you value at your core you're not you're no longer doing and so maybe it'll just help you to kind of question that and maybe change things around absolutely so take off that iron man suit <laughs> think about what you want on your tombstone and that's that's how you should go forward really um so thanks for listening in uh we've got still a lack of reviews we still need some more <laughs> we're always in lack of reviews. we're always in lack of reviews always but very grateful for the ones we do that yes <laughs> so if you are enjoying the show Please let the world know. Just hop on over to iTunes, leave a review, as honest as you like. But preferably with five stars, um, And yeah, tell us what you think. Feedback is always welcome. Um, alternatively, play with us between shows on Twitter. At PN underscore podcast. We'll chat to you there. Ask us any questions. If you ask us a really good question, we might even make a whole episode about it. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Definitely. So it's your opportunity to guide the show where you guys want it, because this show is more for you than it is for us. So make the most of it. Cool. So that's us for this week. I am Wayne Ingram. I am Jeremy Orders. And we will see you next week. See you later. <laughs> Bye.